years ago i came across a book that radically changed my perspective on the power that my mind has when it comes to healing and creating in my life and i use the tools from this book and the practice that i'm going to dive into to help physically heal my body when i had knee surgery and i've used it countless times since then and i want to share it because what i'm talking about is the placebo effect and dr joe dispenza has a book called you are the placebo and that was something that really introduced me when i was still a little bit skeptical around believing how much power i personally had so flashback to 2018 and i had been really deep in my personal healing journey at that time already and done things and studied things like mindfulness meditation reiki i had done all these certifications in india sri lanka australia bali and i was feeling like there was a lot of value to it i was noticing a ton of changes to my personal levels of anxiety and uh, negative self-talk and helping me ease through a lot of really traumatic situations um, but there was still a part of my mind that was very skeptical about my own internal power and the power that my beliefs carried, the power that our brain has chemically to initiate change in our body and send different signals out. And so when I came across Joe Dispenza, I was like obsessed and I really dove deep into a lot of his books. And I remember at the time, I had just started road tripping through Idaho. It was the beginning of my coaching business. And I had a really traumatic car accident a year or two before that when I was road tripping across Canada and I hit black ice. I flipped and rolled a bunch of times. And I decided to take this road trip because I had done a bit of driving on the highway since the accident. But I knew that if I didn't push my comfort zone, I would be afraid of driving because of how traumatic everything was. So I decided I'm going to take this big road trip, spend six months down in America for the winter, build my business. I was house sitting and pet sitting and traveling my way through. And it was when I was in Idaho that I started listening to You Are the Placebo. And I remember at that moment just having this huge breakthrough and understanding of noticing in real time how my own thoughts were impacting how I felt and whether I was feeling insecure and panicked while driving or whether I was feeling calm and confident and safe. And in that moment, I realized, okay, there's something to this and I want to keep applying it to more areas of my life. So flash forward, it was the following spring that I blew my knee while playing with my dog and had to go in for surgery right away. And what was really interesting is that I, maybe it's not interesting, <laughs> I think it's interesting, but I, um, I'm not a huge fan of Big Pharma. I'm not a huge fan of prescription pills. My brother passed away from an allergic reaction to one. My dad had sensitivities. So going into the surgery already, I was kind of prepping myself. And at this point, I was aware of the subconscious mind and diving into Joe's work, like I said. But 
I maybe wasn't fully, fully believing in it, but I didn't want to take any kind of medication after the surgery. And what happened is that after the surgery finished, you know, I had expressed these concerns to the surgeon beforehand and I was prescribed a pill, a painkiller that is quite strong. And I expressed more concern and was like, oh, I don't know if I really need that. But everyone just kept saying, it's going to be so painful and like, you're going to need it. You're going to want to take these care. I don't like, don't say no, because you, you got to catch the pain before it gets worse or you're going to, you know, really struggle. And it's like all this fear and all this negativity and call me delusional, call me hopeful, <laughs> call me naive. I'm all of those things <laughs> um, and call me imaginative. But I was like, I really want to practice the power of the mind. I want to at that point, I hadn't even learned much about quantum healing, but I was into energy work a bit. And I was like, I want to just see how much I can heal myself without this. So I took the prescription and when I left the hospital, um, it was middle of the day or evening. So I don't think I took any pill that night. And the next morning, the pain was like, not really too bad. I didn't have anything to compare it to. It didn't feel that intense though. But my dad, my aunt, who's a nurse, uh, I think even my mom was a bit like, well, you know, just take, take one of these today just to make sure you stay ahead of the pain. So I took it and very quickly, like I started to get kind of like woozy and I wasn't communicating very well. And so I thought I'm gonna just lay down and kind of meditate and just relax but I actually woke myself up gasping for air because my body was reacting to this drug. And I was like, I refuse. Like I'm not taking anything else, any other painkillers after this, and we're just gonna heal through this and um, use the placebo effect, use quantum work, use my subconscious to send healing. And I began to focus all my energy on the meniscus which is what i had surgery on and sending the energy to it sending healing visualizing that the area was like even more perfect than it had been when i was a little girl like before all the tears that happened during volleyball and like just seeing this pristine meniscus <laughs> and i had pre-recorded before the surgery um a meditation of me talking myself through of like that you know whatever i don't even know what kind of like cells were needed but like sending all the cells whatever hormones whatever things need to be activated within me to heal sending it to my knee seeing that it's repairing seeing that everything's like working out beautifully um the surgeon had mentioned that because the meniscus tear was really bad and actually they should have just removed the meniscus but he kind of frankensteined me and like tried to repair it um, to give me more time to potentially prevent arthritis from removing it so young. So he kept it there and like put all these sutures and it meant that I had to spend a full month with no weight on this leg whatsoever. So a full month of just laying there horizontal, no weight on the leg, 
and he said you'll be lucky if you can do things after like he's like yeah you'll be able to walk and like <laughs> and that was kind of it he's like mm, like not really activities you know you got to be careful with motions yoga probably not and i remember just being like i don't want to believe him and what joe dispenza talks about in you are the placebo and he gives so many incredible examples of how when we get a diagnosis from an authority figure and someone we deem to have the answers um typically what happens is unconsciously we adopt that as truth we believe that narrative so you have probably well i want to i don't want to assume in the book he talks about how you know someone gets a diagnosis and they now their whole reality changes and they're in panic in fear in grief and you know sadness about it and now they are living every single day from the diagnosis and from that being their truth when what's crazy when you look at the power of the mind the exact same day before they got the diagnosis they potentially still had that health issue, but they had no conscious awareness of having it. And they might've been happy. They might've been more positive. They might've been more free. They might've actually been more healthy, even if the diagnosis and the health issue was there, but they weren't aware of it. And so they were living from a completely different place. And we see time and time again, through the placebo effect that when you believe something is true and you close off other possible realities you do in fact create that because we are conscious beings our consciousness is co-creating our reality so if we believe and adopt this diagnosis then typically we end up continuing that feeling that way so for example with my knee i was like I don't want to give this full power. I don't want to believe that walking is like the only activity I'm going to get to do. And I want to believe and visualize and see myself doing yoga again and being able to like go for jogs or shoot hoops or like maybe do other stuff, right? And I focus the power of my consciousness on that reality. We can look at this in so many different ways and this is where it gets very like quantum entangled because when you understand quantum physics and you look at the observer effect and how when someone, when scientists would observe the particles and expect things to happen in a certain way, they would get that result. Whereas when they were skeptical and didn't believe it would happen, they got that result. So their observation actually created the change in the reality. So we know through these studies that our consciousness is creating and therefore it's like a mix of placebo effect. And, um, you know, if someone believes that they can do it or is given a pill and they're told this is going to cure everything, in fact, a lot of times their body actually creates the necessary things to cure them, even if the pill was just like a sugar pill and it had nothing in it. It's like, <laughs> uh, it's like um, Michael Jordan's magic water in Space Jam. <laughs> you know, they all think that this is like 
this is the stuff. And so they're all drinking it and all of a sudden the Looney Tunes go and they play amazing. That was a placebo effect. The water was still the same. And that is actually how reality works and how we can co-create, how we can heal naturally. So long story short is that after this surgery, after the 30 days of not walking at all, no weight on my leg, um, it was very hard, like very weird. Felt like I was learning how to walk all over again. Kind of felt like Forrest Gump <laughs> with my huge knee brace as I started walking down the street. Uh, I had no muscles in my leg. Everything was just like really weak. Um, but I healed without... Um, firstly, I didn't feel the pain, even though I wasn't taking painkillers, because I didn't focus on the pain. I didn't focus on, oh, I just had surgery, my knee's gonna hurt, or like putting my energy and attention into that. I focused on, I'm so strong, my body's amazing, it's healing itself, I feel great, I feel good. Like, I didn't even give energy to potential pain. So that was the first thing. Second thing though is that I didn't give focus, attention, energy to the potential diagnosis that I wouldn't be able to do things later. And so after slowly but surely building up a bit more muscle in that leg, my knee has been really great. I've been able to do the things that I always wanted. There was like no greater feeling than doing yoga for the first time on out at the lake, on the dock after the surgery and, and being like, yes, I can do it, right? And getting to go for that first jog and realize that like these things did happen. Skeptics could say it had nothing to do with the power of the mind, it had nothing to do with the placebo effect, it was a good surgery, or my knee was just like unique and healed or whatever, or it was no big deal, that's totally fine. But when you understand more of the deeper layers to it, um, you are able to create really powerful things. And I've seen this with my dad after his heart surgery, and he he was down to like 14% his heart was operating at, which is extreme heart failure. And they didn't, like he didn't know and symptoms were getting worse and all these things escalated. It turned out he had a defect since birth that no doctor had ever talked about or caught really so he had to get in for emergency surgery uh and he was told that the surgery wasn't going to repair like it definitely like wasn't going to make things better it was just going to maintain and help ease the stress on his heart so instead of working so hard at 14 percent it would have support to work, but it would still be at 14%. But there was no estimation of it getting better. And like me, <laughs> my dad is incredibly stubborn. So when he wants to, he's good at like avoiding looking at the facts or maybe he's just a bad listener. <laughs> so he didn't listen to the doctor say that like it's not gonna get better. Um, but also he was doing different meditations from Joe Dispenza. Um, I gave him like these different books, You Were the Placebo, Becoming Supernatural, all these things too. We really focused on like seeing that his heart was healed and healthy and whole and things are operating normally and 
um, the visualization of the desired reality, which was him being back out at the cabin and feeling healthy and actually like going out paddle boarding or kayaking, like things he didn't even do before, but they were part of like his desire at that time, part of what health looked like. And I think it was maybe six months after his surgery, he went back in for tests and his heart was at like 44% or something. And my aunt who's a nurse was like, this is unheard of. The doctors were shocked. The nurses there were shocked. Like it didn't make any logical sense. And again, we can say it's a miracle. We can say it's strange. <laughs> or we could say that there was power behind his belief and his consistency in seeing himself fully healed. And after doing like probably almost a thousand now quantum healing sessions with clients um, and with myself for sure that many, like seeing the power that we have to shift things, to heal, to um, like really tap into the power that is God that is within us, we can do so much when we connect to that and we live from that frequency and we focus on the desire. So when it comes to any kind of healing, when it comes to mm, creating desired realities, manifestation, like really understanding that you don't even have to fully believe, like you have to believe enough, but you could even just opt if the quantum stuff is too out there or you're skeptical about certain things, whatever. If you just opt in for the placebo effect of like, <laughs> you know, the way I saw it with my knee was I had nothing to lose. So even though my logical mind was still like not fully sure things would work the way I wanted, I thought I've literally got nothing to lose by being positive and by trying to do this and visualizing it healthy and healed, like it's not going to cause any problems. It can't make it any worse. So the best case scenario is I do it and I get the results. Worst case scenario is I do it and I get the results the doctor said and I still have the limitations, but either way, I'm not really losing. Either way, it's still a win-win, right? Um, because regardless, I'll be more positive in the journey anyway. So that's naturally going to help with releasing like endorphins and certain things and just my overall mood and happiness as I go. So I invite you to really tap into, if you haven't already, the power that you hold within you. And this is why I always come back to the mindset work. This is why I focus so much on reprogramming because if I was still in a place at that time where I was really attached to my limitations and not even open to these options or opportunities or possibilities, I would not have had the profound healing that I did, right? It was in my releasing that I had done for years before that of really clearing out the limitations, the doubts, the heavy, heavy fear-based programming and being open to like, maybe there is more, maybe I am more powerful than I think, maybe this healing stuff really works, maybe I can create a new reality. 
maybe if I focus on the good things, my brain is actually sending things. I feel better when I do it. So there's gotta be something behind it, right? Maybe if I just give this a shot, I can see, and maybe I'll surprise myself, right? Maybe. <laughs> so like it was because of so much reprogramming beforehand that I was in the space to be open to that and that I could start to believe and really get behind the desired reality even when I didn't have physical proof of it yet and I think that's the biggest thing is like if we don't see the immediate shift or the immediate proof and results sometimes we give up we think it's not working when you could still be creating these really beautiful shifts in your life in your healing it's just happening in a different way than your ego mind expected which is why continuing to hold that vision is so important and i'm getting to that uh in another video with neville goddard's acting as if and living from that wish fulfilled i also talk about it on a lot of other videos inside the reprogramming uh playlist you can check that out too but really connecting to the desire is allowing you to tap into the emotions the feelings the beliefs and vibrate in alignment with what you want which is only going to do good things for you even if it doesn't show up in the expected way so that is it for today uh, i hope this was helpful i hope you give it a try if you haven't read those books by joe dispenza i would do that and i am sending you so much love on your journey if you're looking for more support with the reprogramming work and the mindset work so that you can really step into your power then check out my free masterclass all about this and I'm breaking down the three key secrets that helped me go from anxiety, trauma, negativity to creating my dream life, starting my own business, traveling the world, doing all the things that I always wanted to do. I talk about the subconscious work that allowed me to do that and this is always the key because our subconscious is always playing out, always writing the script behind our conscious mind. So when you can tap into that and really use it for good, you're going to notice incredible results and incredible shifts in your life. So highly recommend checking that out and I will see you soon on the next video.